0: What's the essence of yoga for you?
1: Of Kind of falling in love with our bodies and all the things that they can do.
0: Brandy Gocher was my first yoga teacher when I really started taking yoga seriously at age 65. Brandy was kind enough to join me via Zoom to talk about yoga in general and about her approach to the discipline in particular. My company, MindRamp, promotes what we call qualongevity, which stands for long life, longevity, filled with quality of life. We promote the science and art of living long and living well, and we focus on eight key behavioral areas that work together synergistically to promote healthy brains and sharp minds. We call them the eight cogwheels of brain health. Well one of these behavioral areas is movement and physical exercise. And we stress the need to optimize five types of movement. Aerobics, strength, flexibility, alignment, and balance. And the great thing about doing yoga is that you cover four of these five movement areas in one activity. Very efficient. This podcast with Brandy focuses on the type of yoga taught at her studio, Siesta Yoga. Take a listen. Tell me about siesta yoga. Now, what kind of yoga do you do there?
1: We have ashtanga yoga, and that is a practice that's you do the same sequence of poses every time. There are different sequences that you can graduate to, but the benefit is that you see exactly where your body is shifting and you get into this more meditative state of mind as you're doing that practice. We also do a vinyasa flow practice, which is just um, flowing movement, and sometimes you can add mu- uh, music, sometimes you can add music, and it's a pretty alignment-based still. We have hatha, or Align and Connect, which is focused highly on breath-based, alignment-based movements that are uh, really, I would call it more mindful movement than anything else. And then we have restorative yoga, which is a passive practice where we rest consciously and kind of rejuvenate in that way. The way I teach the practice is very uh, physical and and it's creating more space for longevity and comfort in the physical body.
0: You know, with our in the brain health cogwheels, MindRam talks about the eight cogwheels, which are essential for brain health and physical exercise, mental stimulation and so on. Within the physical realm, we talk about aerobic exercise, strength training, flexibility, posture and balance. And one of the reasons that I love yoga is I can cover four of those really well with the one discipline, not so much on the aerobics but
1: it's hard to get there with yoga sometimes. Yeah, you yeah. have
0: to really do crazy stuff to you
1: know, <laughs> yeah. corex going. And I think that that's part of the part of the practice is you use your whole body in so many of the poses. So you're really really your body is figuring out how to support itself in all kinds of different ways, which is building strength in all areas and creating just a general core toning. Mm-hmm.
0: How do you define yoga? What's the essence of yoga for you?
1: For me, I've heard it defined in so many ways. And for me, it's a practice of, yes, it's a practice of body awareness, of mind-body connection, of, (laughs) this sounds cheesy, but of kind of falling in love with our bodies and all the things that they can do. And that's kind of the thing that excites me about the practice is Mm. that my brain gets to understand how to use this vessel in all kinds of new and interesting ways and basically move through life in a kind of um, in a freer, more open way. And then once you get to that place of feeling more comfortable and more adaptable and, and just happier with this being, then you can go into other stages of, of mindfulness and mm-hmm. uh, awareness of your surroundings and, and the people.
0: Who teaches at CSDA?
1: Oh, Christian and myself. We are the um, founders of the studio and we teach at the studio. Brandy Gocher and Gocher. Christian Castaño.
0: Castaño. And how do people find you if they want to take your classes online?
1: We have a website, siestayoga.net. And we have an Instagram that I update very frequently, and it's at siestayoga. You can okay. find us there. And so that would be a good spot, too.
0: Oh, <laughs> one, one, one very important question I just wanted to over the course of your lifetime, how many yoga pants do you think you've owned?
1: <laughs> Essential information.
0: I think it must be in the thousands. No. Oh
1: my I, god, Michael! Probably, <laughs> probably. Because you have yeah. some
0: of the fanciest yoga pants I Thank have ever Thank you very seen. much. They are yes.
1: Great. <laughs> yeah, you know, being a yoga teacher, I've somehow figured out how to. Be on the receiving end of other people's fancy yoga pants, <laughs> get free yoga pants from oh, companies. Yeah. Oh
0: great. Yeah.
1: Occasionally I do buy my own, but I this is why I have so many. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Free free pants.
1: Imagine. You
0: know. What makes Siesta different from another yoga studio? Why would I choose Siesta?
1: Well, Our studio is, well, when we had a physical space, it's a very homey setting, and so Mm. we've transferred that online, and it's still just very community-oriented. The students know each other and chat with one another, and all of our classes are very accessible, whether it's a challenging class or a sleepy class. They're all just really formatted in a way that's easy to access and interesting and thoughtful, and we teach traditional modes of yoga.
0: One of the things that I found appealing when I was studying there with you was that there it, it was no sense of competition. I didn't feel like I had to show off or, you know, it's like, oh, well, I can't do this stuff and uh, people will laugh at me. There's none of that stuff. So it was it was very thank welcoming. You.
1: That's that's really what we tried for. Thank you for saying
0: that. Oh, well, thank you. And you, you know, uh, essentially are the person who taught me yoga. You have been my longest teacher in like five, six years now. Since, mm-hmm. you know, I remember when him.
1: you came in, you right. were hesitant at first. Yeah. And then, yeah, you dove right into it and came pretty regularly, pretty quickly.
0: I also like that you were relaxed, not only in the sort of general feel of it, but like Jerry and I both sort of having our scientific minds about us would would give you a hard time periodically. Isn't <laughs> we can't breathe into our feet brandy what are you talking you know but and you would just laugh and it was fine (laughs) so you were also used to it (laughs) (laughs) well there wasn't this holier than thou feeling about the studio you know it's just it's like a place to come and practice and it was fun
1: yeah and i appreciate the input too because it makes me think about it differently where it's like okay that's how they're receiving this thing that i say it seems a little cuckoo (laughs) <laughs> so let me see how else i can say that <laughs> right yeah, yeah. It's like,
0: I, mean, I mean i appreciate the thing because like breathing into your pain i actually find that that works you know you can but you're not literally breathing into your knee it's just yes. somehow there's a concept of it's a metaphor which connects you to your body so yeah it's a trick to um, continue to to figure that out so. explain the sound baths you Use mm-hmm. various gongs and bells and
1: Yeah, So the idea behind the sound bath <laughs> is it's an entryway into meditation. It gives your brain an opportunity to help you tap into something and then settle down into this meditative state of mind. And we use crystal bowls, crystal singing bowls, and um, ambient synthesized sound from a modular synthesizer. So Christian basically put all of these pieces together, all these modules together, to create different sounds and affect that sound in different ways.
0: I think we've talked about the idea of the um, the sound waves somehow synchronizing, or yeah. What do, what do you think is actually happening physiologically with the sound bath?
1: Well, here's how I can explain it. I we'll see how well this comes out. Right. When the bowls resonate in a certain way, which mm-hmm. so like I have different sets of bowls that resonate with each other and create a certain type of sound wave. And mm-hmm. then the sound waves from reports from our students, and which is the idea of this, they kind of go around the head. The sound comes through you. You hear it in a mm-hmm. circular way. So it feels like it's enveloping you, which is why it would be called a bath. And then our... Brain waves are affected on that wavelength. So it can tap you into theta state, gamma state, alpha state of mind.
0: Well, one of the things that it brings to mind, talking about my mind over muddle, yeah. one of the things that I, you know, you would think that happens when your mind is muddled is that it's not synchronized. The brain waves maybe are faster than slower, or maybe that this one part of the brain is sort of resonating on one frequency and another on another. In the research, when there is like in deep sleep or when you're really focused on something, I think they find that the brain waves begin to synchronize and are really sort of working together. And that may be the way brain networks hook up with each other. So it's conceivable that the brain bath is helping you know, in that synchronization process of getting the brain to, to synchronize its own waves, as you're suggesting.
1: Absolutely, And then with your body inactive and your mind not trying to solve things and figure it, things out or attached to, oh, what's my list of things to do later? Then, right. then, yes, absolutely. That would be the case that everything is just kind of in the same place at the same time, brainwave-wise.
0: I wanted to touch on just quickly the different types of yoga. You teach, you said, Ashtanga with some... Vinyasa flow, is that right? Where there's more flowing from one posture to the other?
1: My style of yoga, for lack of a better name, is called hatha. And hatha is the practice of physical yoga originally is what the term means.
0: H-A-T-H-A?
1: Yes. And then it's also adapted into a genre of yoga to distinguish it from more flowing practices or set sequences or passive practices. So, Hatha is an active practice class where you focus on the postures and how they feel in your body and mm-hmm. what the alignment is meant to be and then what alignment works for you given whatever limitations you have.
0: How did you get interested in yoga yourself? When did you first start doing yoga?
1: I started doing it at some point in college and a friend introduced me to a class yeah. and and she's like, this is the best thing ever. Let me let me bring you to my class. I went in, I felt ridiculous. I was trying to do these crazy things like standing on one leg. And I was like, how do these people do this?
0: Yeah. (laughs) So what, what made you keep going?
1: Uh, well I kept going because then I had an office job and I, and I was pretty bummed about being in an office all day every mm-hmm. day and I it wasn't going anywhere and I didn't like the job very well and I needed to take my mind off of things and just kind of get out of my head mm-hmm. so I went to these practices and they they just felt really nice it made my body feel better and I could sit in a chair for longer periods of time comfortably and and it and it relaxed me it made me just feel more more centered and less um, upset about the state of things. I guess I would just want to reiterate the idea that the practice isn't a scene, the yoga practice isn't a scene, and that it's not, doesn't have to be athletic, And that it can be really accessible. And sometimes with the first try, it's awkward and weird, or there could be a personality difference between student and teacher. So just because that might be a first experience or there might be preconceived notions about what it might be, I I still would encourage uh, giving it a try and just kind of trying to figure out
0: how it works for you. Was the first thing you said, a scene, S-C-E-N-E? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah oh, like, yeah like, like we're all
0: cool you have cool. to have
1: we're cool cool yoga dudes and... this group of people of people right. who drink celery juice and wear <laughs> tight clothes and have ponytails or you know what whatever the idea you mean i don't
0: have to drink celery juice before now you tell me.
1: <gasps> i should have told you that from the beginning <laughs> oh my god i've been drinking all
0: this awful celery juice <laughs> <laughs> all righty Well, as ever, it was delightful spending time with Brandy. If you want to learn more about the various online classes offered by Brandy and Christian, you can check out siestayoga.net. That's S-I-E-S-T-A-Y-O-G-A dot N-E-T. And to learn more about how MindRamp can help you to prevent cognitive decline and dementia, how to... Strengthen your brain and sharpen your mind. Go to mindramp.org. M-I-N-D-R-A-M-P dot O-R-G. Thanks. Until next time.